Well, hello there, folks, and welcome to Poor Quality, a show where some friends talk about beer and life and all the goofy stuff that gets in between the two. Now, each week, the host may be different, and usually the host forgets to record an intro. Not this week, though, because I'm your host, and I remembered because I have the memory of an elephant, which is good. So sit back, listen in, and enjoy as the brew crew talks about what ails their life. Now, let's see what they're drinking. That's episode number 58. Eight. You know, if you add up the first seven prime numbers, uh, you get 58. You get two-day shipping. I don't know shipping. if that's true or not. Okay, I'll tell you them. It's One. true according to 58, uh, according to Wikipedia. You according know, to 58, the website. In popular TV show SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. Patrick claims that 58 is like the luckiest number ever. So... It's amazing all these fun facts that you have at your fingertips, Trent. You'd think that Mike would be the one with these at his, at his fingertips. I don't know if Mike's yeah. ever seen SpongeBob is the thing. He's, he's kind of lacking over here. I don't know what's... Well, I've got the database, the encyclopedia SpongeBob up in my dome piece. I, <laughs> how, I, however, I, however, do not recall when he said the luckiest number was 58, hmm. which I'm very ashamed about, but I want to come clean. I want to be honest with you. Um, but now I'm going to need to dig and find out when that was and make sure Trent is not just lying to you all, dear listener. Well, and you know, it has happened before. Trent is a statistic. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, there it is. (laughs) Statistic liar is what I tried to say and, uh, stopped saying that about halfway through the attempt. So you just stop it sad because that's fine. Trent's sad, folks. Trent's sad is. You understand. Welcome to episode 58 of the Poor Quality Podcast. Here we are. I'm your host, Matt, and tonight I'm drinking Sweet Walter, sweet white wine. Mm. Huh. Yum, yum. And I would like you boys, while I'm describing my my answer to my prompt, think of a family tradition that your Alcablau reminds you of. Tradition? A family tradition. Hmm. 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 I want to play. Hmm. My family tradition <laughs> is gathering around the hearth, <laughs> singing songs, singing songs, whilst aliens quietly plays in the background. Uh huh. As we sing our alien song, which goes like this. Uh-huh. Benny, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh. That is part of it. That is actually how the song begins. That's the first line. Oh, wow. Oh, he's going to do it. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. Alien, you're not a cult. Okay. We it don't worship you, but you are God. Okay, that's how it goes. <laughs> Interesting. Um, it's just kind of like, it's like that for the entire runtime of the movie. Okay. And that's like... 
How often does that happen? When does that happen? Like kind of a nightly thing that my family did growing up, and I've introduced it into my family here now in Nashville. So Come to love and cherish the xenomorph carols. Around the hearth. I I get it. Uh, Yeah. That's my family (laughs) tradition that's real. Mike. Hey. What are you drinking? I'll tell you. Tonight? Hello. Also, hey. Hello, Mike. Tonight... I'm drinking a Del Winnie Winter's Frost Game of Thrones limited oh. edition Highland single malt scotch whiskey. Oh, wow. Wow. You fancy boy. Um, it is of uh, golden grain um, wheat gentle colors. Uh, it Its smell is indicative that, of that of... Um, honey and uh, okay. chamomile flowers and lavender and um, a gentle p- spiced pear, uh, maybe a um, overcooked apple pie, if you will. Is this t- is this true? The taste, however, let me. So it tastes like a burnt apple pie. No, I'm for re- I'm for real here, guys. Okay. This is okay. a, this is a this is poor quality. Guys, if you could not interrupt him, and Mike, if you could keep going, uh, I'm close. So <laughs> okay, the. The taste, I get sl- a slight tinge of soil up front. I'm Ooh. surrounded by baking, <laughs> like that. baking spices. Uh, baking that, slices? Uh, these are things to take <laughs> Zach down, I think. <laughs> baking spices. Um, that spiced pear I'm, I'm in the middle is uh, coming through quite cleanly as well. And it finishes with a nice, light, um, honey um, mouth Honey, honey mouth, mouth that I just love. <laughs> I love the. They they say that a lot when you're when you're describing different types of alcohol is you want to generally describe a sticky substance and then w- put the word mouth afterwards. Yes, and that's something that's gonna <laughs> yes, yes, really yes. that's gonna resonate with the community. Some days, yeah. Uh, I just love I just love all this honey mouth. Um, I think that's in like Song of Songs. They talk about. Uh, the sweet honey mouth mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely it's not not sensual um sweet honey mouth is what they called me in middle school actually sweet honey mouth <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you shouldn't call a child that copyright <laughs> copyright copyright that sounded like something i'd want to drink until you said it tasted like burnt pie and soil yeah burnt pie was bad <laughs> but soil, you need to- <laughs> soil is what you said was first and that's <laughs> something that i i don't know why a, a, a drink would lead with soil yeah, yeah i don't know why i'd wait for the rest of the taste <laughs> like earth is like maybe a more friendly way earthy, earthy no it's more be- it's more mi- no it's more minerally than the earth the earth has those like um you could say rocky like so, yes that's that's very appropriate matthew thank you because earth i think of more of like a space side like salty salty dog yeah 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 okay anyway it finishes nice and light and it's very drinkable very approachable for a highland single malt whiskey i'm a big fan like soil um like soil it's like drinking soil i hate you guys you can just walk right pete? up to it it's isn't, so approachable pete Petey maybe a better yes but that is more indicative of an eily trenton keep up trent if you would please not embarrass yourself in front of the community do the people in the community want you to say soil is that what you're trying to tell me the community <laughs> wants more soil content the community wants you to soil yourself 
That's Oops. also true. <laughs> That's this all they've been asking. They've been writing in. You asked and we answered. <laughs> this reminds me of when me and my family soil ourselves each Thanksgiving <laughs> after a big old meal. Ah, uh, yes, yes. There's only one bathroom and it doesn't work. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Come on, kids. Let's go fertilize the flower garden. <laughs> so this actually reminds me um, of every Christmas when my... Uh, family and I gather around the hearth <laughs> and um, watch the Polar Express because I love the scene where all the kids are on the train and they I'm all drinking get, malt whiskey and they get honey mouth. <laughs> oh, they get, they oh, get okay. that stink that get that stick mouth. That stick mouth. <laughs> they all get stinky stick stinky mouth? stick mouth. Uh, yeah. Tom, Hank, Tom Hanks runs out with just a whole bunch of single malt whiskey and he says, <laughs> "Well, you drinking?" Chris, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I am drinking a homebrew of sorts. Oh, mm. interested to hear. It is a uh, uh, heavily filtered clear beer. Uh huh. What does that mean? By by frigid air. What? It's water. Oh. It uh tastes like nothing. It's cold. Does it taste like soil? It tastes like soil. <laughs> Chris, do you need me to do you do you need me to pour you a glass of soil? Yes. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> I'm good. Dang it. Um no, I was out of beer and I just felt like drinking water today. That's wild. So sorry to be Are uh, you okay? Have you seen a do you see a doctor or <laughs> <laughs> My well, so far none of us have drank beer, so I think you're good. That's true. <laughs> I think if if any podcast to drink water, it'd be this one. True. My poor quality beer reminds me of. Uh, we don't really have like super family traditions. Yeah, I guess it reminds me of. Going to going canoeing in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. mm. Nice. nice. Brought it around with the water thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Trent. <laughs> what are you? Well, you know, you know the times where we drank water as a fam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so I love nice. that tradition where we survive. <laughs> we all drank out of the river and had diarrhea for two weeks straight. Soiled ourselves, <laughs> just like Mike's family. Yes. <laughs> It does Everything. remind me of soil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm unfortunately drinking a beer tonight. Sorry to uh, throw everybody off here. That's disappointing. I know. I am. A, I'm drinking a a two from Single Speed Brewing. Um, it is of course a uh, American style kettle sour, and uh, I'm gonna have a little sip skis here. I like kettle corn. It is nothing like, I mean, I'm sure like a kettle's involved. So I guess there's like that part of it is like. Zach, can you confirm is a kettle involved? Yeah, boy, a kettle. Cool, cool, cool. It's involved in the kettle souring process. Sure. Excellent. Um, Excellent. This has got raspberry, cherry, vanilla, and cocoa. So it tastes, uh, it tastes like a Tootsie Pop, which is of Let course what it. Let me see your Tootsie Roll. Oh no. That Tootsie Roll. Wait, is that Luda? Does Luda do that? Luda. Tootsie Roll. It sounds like it sounds like you're doing a Luda thing. <laughs> Tootsie Roll song. Yeah, can you make sure that's Luda? Because I, I would feel L bad L if L you L did L a Luda, Luda voice. But guys, it's the six this the sixty nine boys. 
Oh, six wow. nine boys. How do you hmm. say that? I don't know. Uh, There's only we could ask him, but uh, I don't know. And if... Everybody, I'd like to welcome Ludacris onto the episode. Thank you. Here he is. <clears throat> hey, what's up? It's me, Luda. That's oh, not how he sounds. Chris. <laughs> Chris is already on the show. You just Are you trying to think Luda. of? I was thinking of DMX. Are you trying to tell Ludacris how Ludacris sounds? Is that what you're doing right now? I'm sorry, Ludacris. I I shouldn't I shouldn't assume. <laughs> Disrespecting me. Anyway, the family tradition that this here <laughs> beer reminds me of. Well, it is it is a a fruity sour. Um, aren't we all? Aren't we all <laughs> a little fruity and a little sour? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Uh, it reminds me of uh, uh, family road trips because we would typically have just a big Costco jar of like the Sour Warhead gumballs. Mm. And, uh, you know, like when you're trying to stay awake, you know, on, on a late drive at, at 3 a.m. and everyone else is passed out. You know, sometimes you need everybody else. Well, (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute. Who's driving? Who's driving? (laughs) When everybody's sleeping and you suddenly wake up and realize that you need to take control of the car, uh, a good way to stay awake is with some salad gumballs, (laughs) just because they really give your mouth a punch in the in the taste buds and yeah, a good zingy zing. But yeah, there was and a beer and a beer. You know, whatever. No, don't drink and drive. Um. But you can go ahead and chew, chew sour gum unless that would impair you. Uh, so I guess know your limits. I get messed off off sour gum. You know, you, you said kettle, and that reminded me of kettle corn. And then you were talking about sour. Has anybody ever had sour popcorn? You don't need to talk about nasty, nasty, nasty. I don't want to do any crimes against humanity, but like, I was just thinking about sour popcorn. And is that a thing? Okay, so I'm thinking about all the round things that you could put on popcorn. Like Reese's Pieces, good. M&M's, good. Peanut M&M's, all the M&M kinds on popcorn, good. All M&M's, good popcorn. Skittles okay. on popcorn, uh, uh, maybe maybe with kettle corn. I don't know. But sour Skittles, sour I, Skittles with popcorn. Sour Skittles on their own are hard to eat. Do you guys, you know the rough... I'm with you, yeah. They, they, they tear hurt, your mouth up, yeah. They hurt my mouth. They tear up my palate. It's bad news. I mean, what's sour that doesn't do that? Uh, I mean, sour candy doesn't exactly tickle my funny mouth spot all the time, so like, I would have a hard time eating popcorn that was sour. My funny mouth spot was always tickled by sour things <laughs> when I was a child. I remember the first sour candy I ever had was Shocker's. Bro, um, <laughs> yeah, is that, that that, is that way? Is that Have you? Um, uh, I think your childhood was weird, Matt. Um, no, but you know they came in a roll, and I got them at the municipal pool in Point. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, you get them for like fifty cents, and I remember them Inflation. just being super sour and then really gross, you know, because mm-hmm. all the sour came off, and suddenly they were just like candy tarts see to me on the other side of things i would like i wouldn't like i wouldn't seek them out but i liked sour patch kids because after the sour like left it was all just the that just sweetness that fish. i like so much just swedish fish yeah <laughs> and f- okay fleet farms sour gummy worms were so choice those are very good fleet farm eh? that just really resonated with me and i don't know why mike because i don't know how many of those i had but i like i feel like that's like a like, I knew that was a very good thing. There are gummy worms that are 
above, you know, everything. Every, the normal. Every other kind. <laughs> right. The normal pedigree of the normal trolley gummy standard, <laughs> as it were. As far as the hierarchy of sour candies go, I'd say the Fleet Farm gummy worms were up there. The thing about Sour Patch Kids is that I only got them when I went to the movies. Oh. And I would never mm-hmm. finish them at the movies, and I would always take them back and put them in a container and then eat them throughout the rest of like that week yeah and they'd get slowly more and more stale and then i would end up with just like 25 orange ones because i didn't like the orange ones (laughs) yep and then i would cry but i'd eat them because they were the only thing they were the only candy in the entire house that we had (laughs) what are you gonna do not eat it Yeah. yeah come on don't be an idiot and then i would like i would think like i'm gonna eat the sour stuff that's all culminated at the bottom oh my word i'd lick my finger and i'd stick it in there lick my finger again i'd be like wow the roof of my mouth really hurts right now from an entire week of eating sour patch kids (laughs) but it's not like i'm gonna throw it out so no chance no chance my brother would always get milk duds and I didn't really like milk duds, but I would eat them because my brother was like, do you want one? <laughs> but I would take three and eat them all at once. And they just stuck everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. It was a nightmare. And that was about 45 minutes of the movie. And I could barely watch the movie because all I was thinking was get these darn milk duds out of my gums. Yeah. Also, speaking of sticking to your teeth, guys, let's never talk about braces. Okay. Oh, yeah, didn't have I'm cool them. with that. I should have. Um... Zach, what are you drinking this evening? <laughs> so people put pickle juice and hot sauce all over their popcorn all the time. That's wrong. Okay. Yeah. That's a Ooh. wild way to start what you're drinking. That's a bad. Well, that was just my input on the previous conversation. Well, I appreciate that. Felt like I needed to shoehorn it in there somewhere. I, I think you did the right thing. Pickle mm-hmm. juice and hot sauce? Yeah, dude. Is it an egg salad sandwich? Super good. At work, we would make, uh, it was like Louisiana hot sauce, blue cheese, pecans and bacon bits and then you shake it up with some popcorn which is pretty darn good sorry hey, yeah. if you wait you if go. you put that all in a blender with a spiced pear you got what you're drinking right now is the thing. <laughs> and some soil maybe some a little soil from outside your house no you pour that over the dirt guys you put uh, the dirt, dirt in the oh, blender that, zach's the mm-hmm. professional here no, come yeah. on guys the let's, dirt let's is a chopped zach. up oreo with the cream scraped off come on <laughs> well now that actually sounds good and some fleet farm <laughs> Uh, gummy worms. Oh, uh, yeah, and some chocolate pudding to Dirt and worms. <laughs> dirt and worms. <laughs> oh, dirt and worms. Uh, yeah, we grew up in the Midwest. I'm excited to talk about candy Chris all is, episode. It's Chris about is time. over there like, what are these idiots from the Midwest talking about? <laughs> these, these dummies. I think we've already had an episode talking about candy. Not so enough. We need more. Let's, let's, well, we don't want to make Trent mad, so let's move Good on to point. Zach before Quick, he gets Zach. really upset. <laughs> I am also drinking. In a Etuhu made by Single Speed Brewing Company. Only well, well. one beer. Only one, one beer allowed. Go get beer. a different one. I don't have any. Well, That's I fine. Guess, oh, I just burped. Wow. You saucy boy. <laughs> in case you didn't oh. hear that. Oh. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way we would have known that unless you had said something. Um, yeah, oh. Trent did a pretty good job describing this beer. It tastes like a Tootsie uh, Pop. Tootsie Roll! <laughs> chocolate thanks luda my boy uh <laughs> the interesting thing about it is that the chocolate flavor comes from cold brew coffee which is like super weird and out there and unique that's awesome though so cool yeah this beer reminds me of a super weird and unique tradition that my family does where we make green chili 
pork green chili, which I know isn't that weird and out there, but you just like takes all day to make it. And it's this weird, silly thing that we spend all day doing together, cooking this meal. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, kind of like a hodgepodge. And it all turns out perfectly. Hmm. Love that. Yeah. It's delicious. So did you ever my... try? Did you ever try putting like some sour gummy worms in there, or like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Dirt? Cool. Duh. Some soil. Duh. Have you ever had pork green chili without sour gummy worms? Or soil? Or soil? Because <laughs> if so, I feel bad for you. Are you saying? Are you saying port or pork? Pork. Pork soil. Pork, pork soil. soil gummy chili. Yum yum. Pork soil boat port. We're just saying things now. This is a mic check. <laughs> Fort. <laughs> Ahoy. Boat. Starboard. Port. Gummy. Chili. Gummy, gummy, gummy. Port. Raise the main sail. Okay, okay. Unlistenable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this, this got bad fast. <laughs> I gathered you boys here to talk about family traditions, of course, but not that of the past. Mm-hmm. I wish... To, I wish to hear what you guys would like. What sort of family tradition would you like to cultivate for your family? Ooh. Moving forward. I like that. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling by immediately going back on my word and talking about something of my past. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> the mole. Cheater. <laughs> so my family's got a few sort of like... Traditions that I didn't realize were traditions until, like, I was older and they slowed down and stopped, which is just kind of the natural progression of a family tradition, I feel like, at least in my experience. Like, you think of them as a child and they were, like, these big things that happened. Like, Thanksgiving dinner we would have with two families, but they were, like, enormous families. They just, everybody culminated. There were, like, 30 people. There were all these, there's three generations of people. And now it's dissipated, so my family just goes to Disney World every year, which I'm not complaining about. It's pretty good. (laughs) And then uh, we have our our cabin up in uh, Minnesota, which my grandpa built and um, on National Forest land. And and so it's not that expensive, which is kind of cool. Because when you say cabin, a lot of people think like, you know, like cottage. Sure. Like this cab I, I, I don't i'm i'm sure you guys none of you have been there but I, i've you know we don't have running water we don't have mm-hmm. television we don't have internet you know it's there's an outhouse it's like it's it, it's a, it's uh there's no shower you know you go down to the lake to to bathe and stuff so i mean like it's 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 a cabin it's legit yeah um but it's dope as hell and i went there every year for my entire life until like Two years ago, which I've I've missed a couple of years, which has been sad. But I might go there for my honeymoon, so everything's cool. Nice. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, but the tradition that I'm thinking of specifically for a, a, this sort of poor quality context is every um, New Year's for as pretty much as long as I can remember. I don't know what the tradition was before this, but my parents' uh, college friends uh, would get together for four or five days up in Door County. Um, and rent a, a cabin, you know, that week of New Year's and um, hike and ski and just hang out and drink hot chocolate. And, and um, New Year's Eve, my dad would break out the acoustic guitar and we would all sing Irish folk songs um, pretty much all night. And um, it, it was just 
it was it was an amazing time. That was another generational thing. There's just two generations there because it was our parents and then us kids. But it was just this amazing thing that every you know this was something that happened every New Year's and w- without question. And it was just like is is very formative because I got to see my parents with other adults, you know, um, <laughs> and that's always interesting because like my parents don't have a ton of um, not that they don't have a ton of friends, but they like don't hang out with. They never really hung out with people when I was growing up. Um, they focused a lot on both work and then Emma and I, uh, my sister. And um, so to see them, you know, interacting with adults and having fun with people their age and that sort of thing was uh, was really cool to see. And um, now that I've, uh, you know, I'm getting, Colin has a kid and I'm getting closer to the age where I know that I'm thinking about having kids someday. Um the uh, idea that you you tell kids what to do, but the way that they learn is seeing how you do things and how you interact with people. And, you know, not only do I think it, it would be super cool to have some sort of, um, uh, you know, yearly get-together with, with you guys um, for just just to be with you guys because, you know, it's just... This is, this is an amazing... We are an amazing group. Like, you guys are incredibly important to me, and it's just really fun to hang out all the time. Um, and all of our, like, significant others and, and, and stuff get along together, which is really cool. As far as I know, I don't know. They could hate each other, but um, as far as I know, they're all nice. <laughs> I'll ask. <laughs> I think we all, we, all picked, we all picked nice partners. So I think, like, we're all... I think we're all doing all right. Um, they're able to at least coexist, but, um, uh, I think it'd be like, so too long. Didn't read for that last sentence. It's cool to just hang out with you guys, but also I feel like when we're all starting to have kids and they're starting to see us interact and see how adults are supposed to be around each other and how real friendship is supposed to look, uh, I think that's going to be like super important for them in their formative years. So that's, that's, that's a tradition that I would really like to uh, to get started once uh, once you know, I'd like to get it started as soon as possible. But like, um, it really, as as we move forward as friends from, I mean, we can basically said we're, say we're all college friends. Mike and I knew each other before college, but we really got tight in college. Right. So uh, I think this group would be would be a lot of fun to have that that family tradition with, where we all pick some time during the year where we. I'll, you know, rent a cabin somewhere and just chill for a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's something that I would really like to kind of create for ourselves because we do have a tight-knit, like, little bunch of us. Like, we talk every single day, like, whether it be on <laughs> a chat or on poor quality or what have you. Like, somehow we're Games interacting or, just, yeah. yeah, somehow we're just interacting all the time. But, I mean, a year or so can go by pretty pretty quickly without like at this point in our lives without like actually getting to like see each other and of course we're kind of in our grinds and like making things work for ourselves as we develop our um brand brand yes our brand (laughs) my brand Um, (laughs) but like i mean it's something as easy as going to a new city and getting an airbnb like we did in atlanta that one time or something that we're gonna do um when oh it's something i actually meant to when we're going to Colorado in May, like that's something that we need to. Mm. Yeah, um, well, we need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Should we just talk about it now? <laughs> um, all right. The only, the only thing. Or, okay, here we go. The only thing I'll say about that is that I'm I'm not going to camp. Damn it! You guys can camp. 
I'm staying in an Airbnb or a hotel. You guys do whatever you want. What about like a glamp <laughs> and like a like a tiny house or something? What if you don't have to do any work? Oh, a tiny house could be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not opposed to as long as I have a bed in a room that's not made out of a material other than like wood or brick. I'm happy. <laughs> In a bed with a room th- with a door lived a I mat. Mean, <laughs> wait, is the bed made out of brick and wood? Whatever, dude. It just needs... <laughs> it needs to be there and for me. <laughs> That's and there my... for me and not a tent. <laughs> well, I was thinking about just walking there with a big backpack in my tent and my sleeping bag. And I'll be there in Yikes. three weeks. Lewis and Clark... <laughs> What if we build a shelter? Guys, what if we built a <laughs> yes. cabin? What if Primitive we technology. I can take off two or three days. Let's go build a cabin. Every year we build a cabin. I have a saw. You do. Do you, you have a but you don't have a table for your table saw, right? I have a table and a saw. I've got some wood. But not a table saw. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you, you you're thinking of the dirty thing. Oh, I love dirt in my beer. My whiskey. <laughs> Mike, save it for episode 69, which we are oh. going to need money for to get there. So I'm going to take us to the beer fridge and then we'll move forward with the rest of y'all's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello there, folks. Welcome to the middle of the podcast, the stocking of the beer fridge, the portion of the show where we like to thank our lovely sponsors and our first not-so-sponsor, they don't give us money, but our first partner in podcasting is Wet and Woke. It's Ryan. And I'm Lane. And we are Wet and Woke. We're a weekly podcast about groups and organizations and people doing cool things to make the world a better place. Feel free to tune in to us every Thursday for a new episode on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube at wetandwoke.com. Oh, crrr. And of course, the true sponsor for our podcast, the sponsor that brings in the big bucks, is this joke. A county extension agent is visiting a farm and needs to use the toilet, but he remembers that there is no running water. So he runs around the back of the outhouse and opens the door, and a hired man is sitting there. But the hired man says, it's okay, come on in, it's a two-holer. So the agent goes in, sits down, and soon the hired man stands up, and as he pulls up his pants, some change tumbles out of his pocket and goes down the hole. The hired man shakes his head, pulls out his wallet, drops a $10 bill down the hole. The extension agent says, what did you do that for? And the hired man says, well, I ain't going down there for just 35 cents. So, yeah, I think that Matt's idea is a really good idea. I mean, Mike kind of touched on this, but like our group of friends is special. I was trying to tell a new coworker slash friend of mine, like how, like trying to explain this group of people. Cause I have a lot of stories about you and, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Context is important. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, yeah, we talk every day. Like I, I realize if the chat's been quiet at the end of the day, it's like a weird, empty it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I need to like say something. Um, so I would love to do that tradition. Yeah. 
that's that's my piece. I just wanted to bring us back from the beer fridge by saying that. What I think is funny is that like I'll carve out a lot of time on like a weekly basis to hang out with you guys in an online space than I will for like a lot of people that live here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that like I'd rather just like go home and play some games or like just relax with I don't know. Yeah. League of Legends, which is a sport. Definitely the most relaxing thing we do. (laughs) I love it when we play that game. I never thought I could be worse at sports than real sports. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I'll I'll open the floor to you guys then about your own ideas and not just... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love everybody complimenting me and my ideas. Shower me with compliments. It makes me feel good. But... What are you thinking for your for your families moving forward? What's something that you would you would like to implement? And because I, I mean, just for an example, another thing that I really want to do is have when I have kids have a night that's dedicated exclusive like a family night. Because I never had that as a kid. Mm. Uh, my parents never really for never forced that upon me because we always had a bunch of other extracurricular things and then homework and then. So I mean, I think it just never really happened naturally plus i was like a hermit as a kid i would run to my room because i was so emo but like (laughs) but like like people people i remember would like not be able to hang i don't know if you guys people would not be able to hang out because they would have like quote unquote family night like i was like hey can you come over no we're having family night and that's that's what i want to force onto my kids like whether it's board games video games you hate board games but but i hate board games but i will do it for my children because i love them more than you guys and (laughs) (laughs) i thought you thought of me as your child this whole time (laughs) i'm your financial advisor and father figure (laughs) what um but uh uh welcome to fifth third i'm your dad (laughs) (laughs) welcome to fifth third son Deposit your money here. I'll take care of it. But like, I really want to force that upon my kids. So is there anything like that that you can think of that you really want to... I was actually kind of thinking about that direction. I think that'd be really like, honestly, key to just not be... um, I I mean, I suppose nowadays a lot of folks are attached to like computers and internet and like maybe getting home from school if you're a kid and like sitting on your phone all night. Like that's probably easy to do. I'd like to have, I mean, a night out of the week or whatever whatever doesn't just piss the whole family off to like (laughs) play something like scrabble which i'd always play with my grandpa or cribbage which i play like all the time elaine and i play that a lot settlers of catnip settlers of catnip that sounds like settlers of catnip that does sound like that's a game you play with your kitty cat that's a kitten cat game (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree with you guys and it's like not a tradition per se but i'm very thankful to my family for like not allowing us to have like texting and like real cell phones for most of our childhood and Mm -hmm. like into our teens almost Mm. (laughs) or actually yes into our teens like i think i kind of want to if it's possible i want to do that with my children that's become that's going to become more and more difficult i know (laughs) yeah because Um, you'll also as a parent as a parent you'll also think of it because like we're so used to having constant communication and communication at all times mm -hmm. yeah like 
I, I think that I'm going to get them one as soon as possible so that I can check in on them. Because, like, when I was a kid, I would go somewhere, and then at a certain time, I'd come back. Yeah. Like... Nowadays, if somebody goes somewhere, you'll ask them when they're when they're coming back, right? And if you don't get a response, you call them, right? And if they don't pick up, they've died, you know. So I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's amazing, and I think it's going to be really tough. Is that what parents think? Yeah, absolutely. That's how I think. Whenever whenever I try to figure out where Hannah is, well, for us, what it was was like, I guess semi answering my question, Mike's question, and then into that, but um. We, my sister and I got, as soon as we started like taking the bus, I think I was in sixth grade and she was in eighth grade, I guess. Um, we, my parents got us a cell phone to share since we were going to the same school and mm-hmm. it just had calling and I just had calling and like no texting or data or anything until like college pretty much. That <laughs> was when I got a smartphone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think I'd probably try to do something like that if that's even still a thing to get a phone that's just calling. <laughs> a dumb phone, yeah. I think they still make them. Yeah. Oh, they do. I'm just saying, like, ten years from now, who knows? <laughs> right. It's like fancy dumb phones now. True. Motorola Razor's coming back. Oh. That was my first phone. <laughs> well, we'll see. That was no, that wasn't my first phone. Um, but my first my first phone was a Motorola Blue Chunker. You know, mm-hmm. mine was the LG Scoop. The blue chunker was that how it was branded? <laughs> That's how I think it was advertised on the television. It's weird. We just keep hitting on my middle school nicknames. <laughs> the blue chunk. Were you sad and junky? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that blue chunker. Uh, I think he's got honey mouth. Aww. <laughs> Stay away. Uh. Um, my family tradition that I want to implement on my kids is seeing a national park at least every year. Yes. Yep. Um, the, so I think. Unless they're filled with garbage. Unless they're, well, fingers crossed that we get our shit together before then. Hopefully the government will open by then. Yeah. (laughs) And, and also hopefully the government will care about the environment. Why aren't we talking about the real issues? I mean, this podcast episode will come out in eight months, but the government will still be shut down. It'll still be <laughs> shut down. You're probably not wrong on some of these points. One of those things is probably true. Yeah. Oh. Or both. Um, Sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, no, I just think instilling like a love of the outdoors and a love of camping and like, <clears throat> I know this is kind of awkward because we talked about how much Matt hates camping, but camping for me is like, oh, yeah. I really don't need anything but, like, the things that I, you know, like, I don't need anything but the clothes on my back and maybe a place to sleep that's dry, you know? Yeah, like, that's an yep. entire house. <laughs> that's an entire house. <laughs> and has a pillow um, and blanket. But, yeah, no, just going and exploring and, and also seeing different parts of the country. And um, I think you get a little bit of that, like, bonding road trip time doing that. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think this is going to, is this going to be a driving adventure or... Are you going to fly, like get an RV like or a van? What are you going to do? I think probably most most likely driving. Um, unless it's like a crazy, like the coasts or I don't know. I guess it depends on where we're living. Like if we live on the West Coast, then going to East Coast parks would probably be a flying thing. But Yeah, that makes sense. 
I, I'm thinking like for my family, anything over a 30 minute drive is we're flying there. <laughs> we're flying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I'm know, not, I'm not dealing with it. Five years from now, it'll be, it'll be easy. You just hop in the car and you fly. Yeah, exactly. True. And, and yeah. plus flying will be a lot easier because the, uh, I mean, nobody's getting paid at the TSA anyway, so it's not going to be a thing for much longer. Right. You just hop on a plane. Let's talk about the government shutdown guys. Uh, no, let's not. <laughs> my, my favorite thing that I've seen in the group chat in the last couple of weeks is uh, that like Twitter post that said Midwesterners be like, why fly? It's only a 14 hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my favorite that, thing. What's so funny is that popped up on my on my Reddit while we were having that conversation about how I wasn't about to drive to Colorado. I just don't yeah. get it. Driving yeah. is so fun. Yeah, it's nice. Clears your head. Yeah, and like a really bad, taking a long time way. Uh, <laughs> uncomfortable on my butt. I'm yeah. so used to driving at this point that I don't think anything of a two-hour drive. Like Zach, it's... here's the thing. First off, you were already you were already okay with driving. Second yep. off, driving is now ninety percent of your job. True. So <laughs> have g- g- it's a, it's relativity. Dunked on Zach. Yeah. <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, g- get wrecked with your good job, idiot. You're right. This is why I feel the way that I feel. <laughs> Thank you for explaining it to me. Me? And here's the, here's another here's another thing that you feel. I don't have it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I hope my family rips on me like Sad this. And blue. I would definitely drive more distances like that if I had the time. Like I'd rather sometimes mm-hmm. drive to Massachusetts to see my family, but that takes like two day four days out of my trip, which yeah, is sometimes right, my whole trip. Right. That's yeah. That's the, yeah. I wish I had the tact that Chris had to make an excuse like that rather than just say I hate driving and rip on Zach for ten minutes. <laughs> Otherwise so, I'm with you. The thing about tact is that you can develop it over time ah, if you just stop nah, being such an asshole. Nah, <laughs> nah, not me. Doesn't sound real. <laughs> no, I, I totally get where Chris is coming from. Like, if it was the uh, like a choice of driving for four days uh, or spending time with your family, then spend time with your family, hundred percent. But if you're driving with your family, yeah, like there's not you True. don't get much closer than being stuck in a car with your family for four days. You know, True. it point. also depends where you're driving for sure. Because some some drives are more worth it than others. Yeah, also <laughs> for yeah. sure. Again, good point. I think one of my fondest driving memories was, I was like seven maybe, but we went to Wow. Canada. at such a young age. (laughs) That is crazy. (laughs) I didn't know that. With my, like, my dad's family and, like, my cousins. And my cousin is around my age and Spongebob had, like, just come out. And we had walkie-talkies, so we were (laughs) walkie-talkieing between the cars (laughs) and just saying, like, I don't know, just, like, bathroom talk. And SpongeBob, SpongeBob. that's classic like a road trip. I see him. <laughs> yeah, I have a really funny. This he's is... on the intersection of Conch and Coral. <laughs> 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 this is anecdotal, but I was thinking about it the other day, and it just came up, so I'm going to talk about it. So my grandpa recently passed away, and he had um, a file that he kept. Actually, three files that he kept of like anything and everything that ever pertained to each one of us. So like I have a stack that's a good solid like four inches of just like stuff that I guess reminded him of me. Um, And so I opened it the other day and the first thing is like this letter about how I was born. And it was like I immediately just started bawling. But 
Uh, he also included Z-Man. Like that's how he, that's like what he referred to me as. <laughs> and we used to go on so many road trips, like with my grandparents or, or like our whole family and we'd be in different cars. And he was adamant that each car had a walkie talkie. And he was also adamant <laughs> that each car had a call sign. And he was always, <laughs> he was always Mother Goose. Yes. <laughs> and he always made me Z-Man. And yeah, that was another fun thing. So I can relate to that, Chris. That brought (laughs) up a very fun memory. Thank you. (laughs) When you say that you read his uh, letter and started bawling. Were you like playing basketball? (laughs) Like shot caller? You you talking like... (laughs) Yeah, I'm balling. (laughs) Yeah, I was straight thugging, yeah. Cultural appropriation balling? (laughs) You like sad, like a blue chunker. Hey man, it's not not cultural appropriation if if ball is life. Yeah. 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 True. Cool. Um, That's all. One thing about... um, like keeping a uh, personal record of like memories is I think something that I want to do as well. Like I journal and like I want to, my mom kept really like detailed entries of some stories that like she remembers very clearly when we were like kids. And I'm sure like they're fonder and like more familiar memories because she wrote them down like after they were occurring. But like, um, the last few Christmases, me, my brother, and my sister would sit down and like read some of the entries and like say them back to each other. And my mom would like say, "Oh, I remember this," and she talked about it for a little bit. And I mean, they're just really fond, funny like memories of like how we were when we were two or three or four, mm-hmm. um, upward uh, until we were like maybe twelve years old. She kept these, um, so I think I want to do that too. Like, just continue journaling and like um, having a personal record of like what's happening even if like it's lost to time or whatever it's it it'll help me like instill these memories that we're gonna keep creating because i do it every time we go on a big trip and anytime that like um we're gonna do something as close friends i want to be like here's what we did today here's what we did the next day i was too drunk this day and then (laughs) (laughs) we drank a whole case of miller light this day (laughs) (laughs) this page did get ruined by a beer (laughs) yes like i mean but that kind of thing i think that's a really cool memory especially like i think handwriting is just so handwriting things are so cool compared to i mean we're in the information age and uh writing things down on computers and typing things out is like much more efficient. Sure. But if you have the time to like write something down by hand, I think that's um, much more of a keepsake than I, uh, I just tweeted today that I don't know what to do as an adult with good handwriting today, like days. Cause I was just writing on a post and I was like, mm-hmm. my handwriting looks really good. And I like, I don't know. When I was in school, I'd just be like, all right. Like I just ride that high. I'm just like, my handwriting's like, it's going to look nice. And like, yeah. these notes are going to be good. And like, that's just, that's a good day. Yeah. Uh, and now as an adult, it's just like, okay, what do I, what do I do with this? I thought I could actually probably start like writing postcards or just, you know, writing letters to people. Cause that would be a nice mm. thing to start doing. Cause people don't do that. And I feel like most people would geek out if they yeah. got like handwritten things. I'd be super excited. Yeah. And I like bought a bunch of vintage postcards off Etsy at one point. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> so I have a bunch of really, really cool, like unique postcards that would be fun to, I don't know, just send some stuff out. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mike, to your point, 
uh, going through this folder, like there's nothing more meaningful than like someone he- hearing what someone you love was thinking, like in a, t- a p- time or point that you don't remember. Like, uh, yeah, just like the the way that he talked about me, like to other people, is like the most meaningful thing, um, and like probably the best gift that he could have ever given me. So that's a really good idea, and I'm sure that your kids or Elena or whoever it ends up being will be very, very pleased. I'll be super stoked about that. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad all of you are so talented at photography is because it, it like tells a story and reminds us of like memories that we've had and created together. So, Plus I've got just awful handwriting, so it would be, it would be bad <laughs> if I wrote stuff down. Thank you, Matt. Uh, I'm glad I'm alone. The more I type Matt. every day, the worse it gets. <laughs> I, write a, I write every day. Matt once wrote me a heartfelt letter because of something that happened in college. Um, this is my handwriting. I just want to, I'm just showing it to the stinky to the stick mouth. Wait, no, no, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> my notes. Uh, sorry, I was distracted. Oh, in college, uh, something happened that was like weird and uncomfortable. And Matt wrote me an apology letter and he like hand wrote it first, but then his handwriting was so bad. He just typed it up afterwards and made a, that yeah. be a true story. Yes, it was quite <laughs> hilarious. And he bought me a bottle of Hendrix gin that was totally off campus and responsible. And was not promptly stolen by, 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 by not the university of which we attended. By not the university mm. that we attended. For certainly not. Of course. My <sighs> tradition is going to be getting... Uh, caught with alcohol that I shouldn't have every year. That, I mean, the thing is that that's kind of like that's kind of, there's I cannot think of a scenario where you will be able to have that happen to you again. Being sneaky is kind of fun. I mean, that's why I do so many hard drugs. <laughs> All right, oh, okay. All right, kids, okay, it's okay. time to go to the Vatican. <laughs> it's just gonna eventually get you in jail if that's every year. Wait, yeah, and also yeah. because you'll have to up, one up yourself. Sneak alcohol into jail. A new challenge. I don't get a new don't challenge. Every Labor Day, the kids bail Uncle Mike out of jail. We're talking about traditions. <laughs> Dad, Dad, I really don't think you need to take your flask into the White House with you. Listen, we're doing it this year. We did I'm it meeting last the year. president, guard darn it. Kids, we need to move again because I can't go to any stores to buy any food. I have a restraining order on half of the town. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be the first man to get alcohol on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and get in trouble for it. It'll be fine. The drinking here age here is 28. Why? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you saying you're going to get to the moon within the next, like, five years? Heck yeah, don't doubt me. Don't don't hold me back. I just tweeted at Elon Musk today. Listen. <laughs> What'd your tweet say? <laughs> Take me to the moon, Elon. Take me to the moon, idiot. <laughs> Take me to the moon <laughs> at Elon. Uh, rocket ship emoji. Hashtag please. Dash, dash you won't. Hashtag no one under 28 can drink. Follow me at Wabing Bing. Um, that's gnarly. <laughs> hashtag I like to party Hashtag let me be the first person to drink on the moon <laughs> Hashtag need a beer on the moon Hashtag carbo what Hashtag moon jail Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness I would really like to Get into like Just collaborative storytelling Um, I mean like D&D or something would be Would be really cool 
and certainly listening to something like the adventure zone, like just makes like a familial, you know, game like that sound like a lot of fun and like a good way to stay creative, but also just like have fun and I don't know, have some, some way to escape from as, as crazy as the real world can be for a little bit. So just to be able to, to create something with somebody and I don't know. Oh, sorry, little Jimmy. You rolled poorly and your character's dead again. <laughs> dead oh. again. Died to a level one goblin. Idiot. Idiot. You're dead just like that goldfish uh, that we said was just swimming to the ocean in the toilet after it had a nice long nap belly up for a couple days. Uh, That's right. But guess what? It drowned. It, it drowned. rolled a zero on its survival skill. Just like you, Jimmy. Rolled poorly, Jimmy. Unfortunately for Mr. Fish, he can't reincarnate as a mage. And now you have to keep the Cheeto Bowl filled. You're on Cheeto duty. That's right. Learn to walk, Jimmy. (laughs) Learn to walk, Jimmy. (laughs) We can't keep mulching up these Cheetos for your little baby mouth, Jimmy. Quit crawling, Jimmy. I feel like it's getting a little anti-baby. Yeah, no, I mean, and like, I'm not literally in a situation where like I'm approaching a family anytime soon. Um, so I'm thinking more just like, except maybe a surprise family. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, anything could happen. If Chris is still thinking about traditions, are there any cliche traditions that you guys would want to instill? Like Christmas. Yeah, can I? I would say that for sure, Christmas. I want to like do not, I want to do the major holidays like a week late so that way you can get all the deals and snacks and then not have to deal with like the rush. Like Valentine's Day, like booking something just sucks. Like going anywhere, buying flowers, it sucks. You do it like a week later, and you can have the most candy, like flowers. What you're out saying? Your bum. What you're saying is bad. It's not why bad. Not, <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? Why not extend saying... the holiday two weeks and get cheap candy the next week mm-hmm. and have it be the second celebration of the second coming of Valentine's Day? Why do Saint you want to celebrate Valentine's Day twice and go through the hassle of spending all the expensive? What are you saying? You're gonna buy the candy anyway, Trant. Why? Why? <laughs> you I'm should saying, just get it. Get it while it's a normal price, and then get it while it's cheap again, like a that's adult. That's double the candy, Trent. <laughs> double oh, the candy. For I'm 1. the stupid 5 one. The price. I see <laughs> idiot, Jimmy. Stupid. I get this. I get how you make sense, because yeah, then I spend more for the same amount of candy that I. Oh no no no! You spend more for a little bit more candy. That's exactly right, Matt. I would buy. Okay. I love that this turned into a candy cast. Trent, Trent <laughs> as your financial advisor and father, I have, okay, Dad. <laughs> I have to warn you against bad financial decisions such as this. Chris, do you have something? Uh, not like specifically. I think it's a combination of a lot of a lot of the things that we've already talked about. Like I so want just kind of mooching off of our ideas. Yeah, I want. Wow. I want. I definitely want some family traditions. Like for my. In the past, we would my family would go to like New Hampshire once a year, or like just go on some kind of weekend trip, or I don't know. Um, and I know with my family being so far away, like I definitely want some kind of traditions of going to see them. Like I guess right now I have a tradition of going 
there for my little sister's birthday or like so definitely just some some kind of travel oriented uh traditions to bring the family together chris your sisters are going to be fun aunts i hope so (laughs) my little sister's going to be a young aunt (laughs) hey do you guys speaking of cliche traditions do you think you guys are like will i be uncle zach to your kids yes totally (laughs) (laughs) that makes me excited Depending on how annoying they are, they may be dad Zach. <laughs> You're going to go live with Zach for a while, Jimmy. Can I actually just be called Trunkle? <laughs> You're going to be the uncle that we're not allowed to leave the kids alone with. <laughs> what? Just because I'll teach them about communism and the tenets of Satanism doesn't mean you can't... You know, let me babysit for a no, bit. No, it's literally just because of the Trunkle thing. <laughs> oh, no. No, I think you'd be a great influence, but Trunkle is bad. Kids, this is your financial advisor and Uncle Matt. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take a look at your bank statements. He doesn't quickly. actually know anything about money. <laughs> Listen, but you are going to direct deposit into his account from now on. So anyway, what's your routing number? Okay. Say goodbye to that allowance. It's going to Matt. Going to me for safekeeping. He charges a 3% finder's fee on your allowance. That's right. And a 97% interest. He finds it all the way in his account. We're only three years into your bond, so you're going to want to wait till full maturity. Just like you, little one. I love you so much. Just like you, Jimmy. Jimmy. 007 is your interest rate. Wow. I was just in Florida with my. dad who celebrated his 56th birthday which was very nice it's not often that i got to celebrate that kind of deal it's not um, often you get to celebrate your dad's 56th birthday once that's true <laughs> the one the one time that it happens more than so, once is not often so, yeah so it was special so elena came down with me and we were doing some fun things and um my uncle gene my dad's best buddy from kindergarten we got to spend some time with us Yes, we call him Uncle Gene, not blood relatives, but he's like, mm. he's family. Did they just reconnect for this trip or? Right. They reached out via via LinkedIn. Hey, remember me? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> remember my son? No. <laughs> <laughs> remember Jimmy? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, God. I mean, no. I mean. But that kind of deal. I mean, like having having a close connection with like. Um, you guys is going to be an ongoing thing for sure. But also like as we grow into adulthood and like have families respectively and um, continue our trends as they are like, I just, I see a lot going on for us and I'm very thankful to still like believe in that. And I know it'll be a bright future for us all. Wow. Yeah. So sweet. And on that, we're going to go ahead and jump into nicknames. I've been Michael Honeymouth Wadena. Oh, gross. (laughs) I've been Zach Blue Chunker Schroeder. (laughs) Aww. Uh, It's Trunkle Zafford giving you a sweet talking (laughs) good night. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like an elephant thing. Yeah, just it a, does. It's a little <laughs> bedtime storytelling with your good old trunkle. Nope. <laughs> trunkle vice. Trunkle vice. What? What? What do you say? Austrian song? Could he quit? We're trying to sleep. 
Crunkle Chris. Crunkle Chris. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I've been Crunkle Chris. Yeah. Uh, hey. You will be. At least from here on out. You certainly will be. And I've been Matt Moonjail Byers. <laughs> Moonjail. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Crunkle Crits. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, folks, it looks like we are bottoms up. We'd like to thank Waker for giving us time to crack and, o- crack and open our cold crack one. Crack and open your one there. Gemini from the album This Is Waker. This particular show has been poor quality. Sure, dear. Sure, mm-hmm. dear. has mm-hmm. been, you know, our beer mm-hmm. show. But uh, what else did you expect from the crunkle, the trunkle, the zunkle, the munkle, and the other munkle? (laughs) Simon and Gar Funkle. We keep calling it a beer podcast, but two of us drank beer, less than half. Some of us are trying. Some of us are trying. We'll do it next week. Next week. I just didn't want to drink the same beer. Next week I'll just have to drink a sixer. A whole sixer. Chris and I committing now. Edward, 40 hands. (laughs) we promise. We're doing the gallon <laughs> challenge next week. You're really here. <laughs> yeah, we're growler. the podcast. I'm gonna die. We're doing the gallon black. What is it? Blackbird? Black box? What is the name of that? Blackbird? Blackbird box? Uh, are you talking about bird box challenge? <laughs> That's right. We're all wearing blindfolds and drinking beer for the whole podcast. The red box gallon challenge. The red box challenge. <laughs> we the should actually challenge. we should do a podcast where we're all blindfolded. That would just be like a phone call. That would be kind of <laughs> crazy. This is our first one. And you're recording. <laughs> 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 <laughs>